The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. True patriot love, in all thy sons command. Well, you know that voice. <laughs> Oh, and there's all of you singing. I always love that. You know, and I'll, I'll remember when the first time seeing that. Rob, mm-hmm. Robert Clark's joining us in, in studio this afternoon. The Oilers anthem singer. So much more, though. You know, Dad, you're a physical trainer now. You're with the Edmonton Opera yeah. performing right now. Welcome. I just wanted to catch up with you. It had yeah. been uh, since the playoff run a couple oh, yeah. years back now since we've seen each other. How are you doing? Doing really well. Doing really well. When you hear that, what, what do you think? Um... It was probably the most incredible experience yeah. of my life, I think, uh, to this date. And I've done some pretty cool things, but but being able to to start that off at, at game one when we were in the playoffs, and then just hand the mic over was mm-hmm. it was yeah I was I was so excited for it. And you know, will a lot of us who are around, you know, back with with Paul Laurie, of mm-hmm. course, and you've heard that name over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, you stepping into you know some of those shoes, and remember seeing that happen way back when that time, and yeah. then seeing it again, and it, it just it brings shivers um, every time I see it and hear it. Mm-hmm. You too? You and me both. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and, and I knew, um, and I'd actually I had met Paul Lario a couple of times um, before I was even the anthem singer, but uh, but I knew that once we had decided on, on this as what we were going to do, that it was just... You know, the, the people were in tears. People that were yeah. in tears because yeah. of it, because it was just it was such a good tribute to Lorio, and then a carry on from from what he's doing to what I'm doing. So, take me back to September third, twenty thirteen. <laughs> so my first game <laughs> wasn't that like the day that you found out, or you oh, know, that was yeah, that was right, that was before I found. Yeah, so they had sent an email. The Oilers had sent me an email um, saying, "Hey, we're we're looking for." Uh, an anthem singer. We were wondering uh, if you could send us a recording of you singing both uh, both anthems, and uh, they got a reference from Edmonton Opera because they mm-hmm. were looking for somebody that had kind of a Paul Lorio type voice. Um, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told this part of the story. I had submitted an audition to them. Really? I think about three years prior to that, <laughs> that was done on my really cheap phone in my basement, <laughs> and I didn't hear anything back. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It was a bad recording. Okay. Like it was, it was a really bad recording. So, uh, anyway, so I, I, uh, I got that email, of course, right away. I'm like, absolutely, I'll send these in. And and so I, I had my parents video record me, with another secret. I had the words to the American anthem. They were holding the words. Yeah. So you didn't screw that anthem. up. Yes. Just that I didn't screw it up because I never had sung it really yeah. much before. So uh, yeah. And then and then you know. One thing led to another, and and I ended up uh, being the anthem singer. So uh, that was what twenty yeah twenty thirteen. I can't believe it's yeah. been that many years already. Yeah, almost six years. Yeah, that you've been doing it. I mm-hmm. mean, there's been some obvious highs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talk about that playoff run, and 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 now you know maybe some lows. The team team struggling. Uh, is it? Do you feel kind of like it's a part of your job to get people in the mood for the game? Definitely. Um, and I've always thought of it that way, regardless of, of, of how the team is playing. That I, I go in, um, I go in fully prepared. I go through the words of both anthems multiple times mm-hmm. before I go on, um, even today. Um, 
and uh, I make sure that I do a good job um, because my goal or my job is to go out there, do the anthems, sing them proudly, and then mm-hmm. leave because hockey has to start, <laughs> right? Because they're not there for me. They're there for hockey. So Get out of the way. <laughs> Get out of the way. Um, so besides, you know, let's say the playoff run and singing during that time, which was, you know, pretty incredible, mm-hmm. what would you say your highlights have been? Have you had a couple really cool moments that, you know, maybe people don't know about that you're willing to share? Um, well, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the, the most notable one, and, and I've been very public about this on, on my my uh, social media accounts, is is the weight loss. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was about just over two years ago now where I was almost 350 pounds yeah. and uh, suffering from all sorts of things, depression, um, anxiety, uh, just just really down and I needed to change. I needed... I knew I needed to change and I just didn't want to hit... I was almost 350 and I didn't want that scale to hit 350 or things would have gone south. So I... I decided then and there to make a change and I did and they were small changes at first. Um... But it led to me losing 120 pounds, and now I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> isn't that isn't that something else? And this is you know where I wanted uh, you know part of this conversation mm-hmm. to get to because yeah, we're watching you. We see you on on TV mm-hmm. every night, and and uh, you know next thing you know, some of the 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 announcers are, are making comments, <laughs> and it's like what is going on here? And and for those of us who are you know whether we're friends on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, we're we're standing back cheering you on because mm-hmm. we we thought this was, you know, good for you. Uh, 125 pounds is amazing. Being a personal trainer, you, you look absolutely fantastic and you documented it the whole time. Like I did. You put, you put pictures. You had no fear whatsoever. You put... <laughs> Little fear. <laughs> I was scared to post some of that stuff, uh, to be honest, at first. Um, but I knew that that was how I was going to stay accountable, was by posting my journey. Were you hoping to inspire other people along the way? Or was it, you know, this was just being accountable? Initially, it was just being accountable. Um, You know, granted, there there is that sort of satisfaction of people commenting and liking your posts and all that stuff that everybody kind of gets. But but for me, it was... was I, I decided I needed to be accountable to someone because being accountable myself wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I started. And then it turned into this, this you know, people were being inspired and people asking, how do you do this? Or, or can you help me do this? And I thought, well, I've always been uh, inclined to, to help people and, and work with people better their lives. Mm-hmm. How can I do that? Well, I can I can get into personal training and, and help people that way. So that's that's what I'm doing as one of the now, come on. things that I when do. You're, when you were 350 pounds, um, I'm sure the last thing you thought about was becoming a personal trainer. Uh, definitely the last thing. No, no, no. I mean, I, I was... Uh, I was uh, planning on, I think I was working at Toyota at the time mm-hmm. because I, I took a break or basically a leave of absence from opera because uh, I was I performed professionally as an opera mm-hmm. singer for about 10 years um, and decided to quit because it was a job that took me away from my family a yeah. lot. Um, and it took its toll on them. And so I decided I needed to make a change and I, uh, I said, I want to work. I want to work for the man, quote unquote. <laughs> I need to find a job that's steady, that pays me, you know, every two weeks. Yeah. So I worked for Toyota for a bit and realized I didn't want 
a job like that. I needed to do something where I was creative um, and helping people. So that's, yeah. So Robert Clark, the uh, Oilers anthem singer, joining me in studio this afternoon. Again, I just, uh, you know, talking to some interesting folks today. And uh, <laughs> it'd been a while since we talked to, to him. So I said, come on down. Let's have a chat. And I, I have been watching all of these things going on in your life and really this transformation. And I, and I know you've been getting asked the question. So how did you do it? Because everyone wants to know how you did it. So yeah. besides the hard work and busting your butt at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, how did you do it? Um, you know, and, and I get that question yeah. quite often. Um, and, and the answer is, is not what people are hoping for. There was uh-huh. no magic pill that uh-huh. I took. There was, there was no uh, crazy fad diet that I went on. Um, I just, I just, committed I committed to to creating habits that that in the end ended up being what I was addicted to mm-hmm. right we can be addicted to good things or we can be addicted <laughs> to bad things and I started becoming addicted to to going to the gym and feeling good yep. and, and all that kind of thing um but I did change my diet. Like, I'm not going to lie, obviously. like like You played around with it. You tried different things. I did. I did. I tried one called the slow-carb diet, yep. which is uh, essentially you're eating beans and lentils as your main <laughs> carb source, which for some people is not the most exciting mm-hmm. thing in the world. And I only did that for about three or four months. Um, but it did contribute to, to a large portion of my weight hmm. loss. But I was just eating clean, yeah. essentially, yeah. is what it was. Um, and then one day a week, I could eat whatever the crap I wanted. Yeah. Like, it was it And was at the great. gym every day? At the gym every day, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Cardio weights, both. Mainly weights. Yep. Um, during the the whole weight loss, I was incorporating some cardio. I was sometimes I was going twice a day. Yeah. Much to yeah. my wife's chagrin. Although she says now that she supported. <laughs> <laughs> and and how was that? Because you know what, I I've went through it years back when I was doing yeah you know, did a couple bodybuilding competitions mm-hmm. and lost a lot of weight and was at the gym you know uh, every morning and was doing more every night mm-hmm. and and some. Sometimes it can put a little bit of a strain on yep. on a marriage, um, and and you really want that person to be your biggest support. But sometimes it can be tough. It can be absolutely can be. I've I've been I don't know, and I just may be one of the the lucky few, but I've been blessed with a really really supportive wife. Um, you know, I was an opera singer before mm-hmm. this. That's not a career that mm-hmm. you, you go in wanting to make loads of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it. Uh, I had a gig here and there, and then I had to work at a different job for a few months before the next gig came up. Um, but she was always behind me, 120% with every choice that I made. And so uh, I really attribute a lot of my success to her. Has your voice changed, or did your... Um Singing the way you sing, the, your power change at all with the weight loss? Um, also, a very common question, and and short answer, not really. Um, I, I decided early on when I was going to go into to lifting weights that I wasn't going to approach it with with a really bracing your core kind mm-hmm. of way. Like you, okay. yes, yes, you do need to use your core, but um, the way I teach singing is all about breathing and breathing low and breathing deep mm-hmm. and, and letting your breath inform the way you sing. Um, and I approached uh, the gym the same way, um, thinking if if I start doing all of this bracing and really. Um, uh, putting a lot of pressure on my diaphragm, all that kind of thing, that may end up changing my yeah. voice. And I didn't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. So so I just, I, I do a very, it's very strict, uh, regulated breathing that I that I use. And so for, I think that's what saved my voice. And, and I feel like I can still sing. So Yeah, well, I know you're still singing, <laughs> trust me. Um, how often, uh, Marfus wants to know, how often um, do you practice your singing? Um, and do you have a coach? Um... 
currently, there, there's one lady I work with um, every once in a while who lives here in Edmonton, Shannon Hebert, who's who's a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal vocal coach. Um, so I check in with her every once in a while if I need to, if I'm preparing for a concert or an opera. Um, but in terms of practicing, uh, again, it all depends on what I'm working towards. If I've, like, I just finished an opera with Edmonton mm-hmm. Opera, so I was, uh, you know, for a good six months before that, I was practicing daily for about mm-hmm. half an hour to an hour, maybe more depending on what I was doing. But uh, it all, yeah, it just depends on, on what I'm preparing for. Someone wants to know if you think that the uh, the anthem should be scrapped at the start of a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I lose my job. <laughs> But That's the, all but, I'm going to say yeah, about But that. thanks on that one. <laughs> yeah. Robert Clark, the Oilers anthem singer, joining me in studio this afternoon. Of course, much more than the anthem singer, but mm-hmm. I think that's one of... You know, you've been tagged with that one uh, oh, yeah. over the past five or six years, and, and that's what it is. Um, lots more to talk about with him. I have... Uh, maybe we'll do a little kind of quick bullet round uh, coming up Sweet. as well. But uh, stick around more after this. Robert Clark in studio this afternoon. You know him as uh, the Edmonton Oilers anthem singer, of course, also an opera singer, just finished up a uh, performance with the Edmonton Opera, was yep. at Hansel and Gretel? Hansel and Gretel, yeah. And um, I see that the beard is coming back. It is. Thank the gods. <laughs> <laughs> you had to shave that off. I did. Uh, I was uh, I was playing the witch in Hansel mm. and Gretel, which can traditionally either be done by a, a tenor or a mezzo-soprano, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lower-voiced uh, female. Um and so they chose a tenor and they wanted mm-hmm. me to do it and they said they didn't want a bearded witch which I thought would have been more creepy <laughs> but uh, no I had to shave it for that role yeah how many how many performances you do you keep a running track of how many performances you've done with the opera uh, I have never actually no. kept a, a track uh, I've probably done in my lifetime about 20 to 25 operas okay. operas total do you have a favorite? Oh, that's a hard one. I have a favorite one that I did, um, only because of how involved it was with the set and the costumes and all this kind of... It was Moby Dick. Mm. Um, so not an opera that people yeah. would know, because it, it's, it's a recently written opera. But the set was incredible. We, we uh, It's hard to describe, but... Um, there was a, a part of the stage that was on a really, really steep rake where they projected the whaling boats oh. when, when we went out to go whaling. It'd be, it'd be like a bird's eye view and we'd have to be up on these these hooks and hold on really tight while we were looking for whales and then the, the ships would crash yeah. and we'd have to jump off oh and gosh. slide down this rig. <laughs> so fun. It was terrifying at first but uh, by far that's the most exciting set. Have you ever had a major screw up performing? Um, I've forgotten words. <laughs> there was one time I was like, I was super sick throughout the entire production, and uh, I had to hold back a cough pretty much the entire uh. time. Um, but adrenaline kicks in, and you're just kind of yeah. Like, <laughs> the arts community in Edmonton. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. You were are you originally from Sherwood Park? Weren't you? What a, uh, well, I was born in Southern Alberta. Okay, we've, we've lived in Sherwood Park, Edmonton for, for quite a long time. For a long time. So you've 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 been around the arts community yep. here for a very long time, and I think you know. Maybe some folks think, uh, or outside of Edmonton, or think, oh, Edmonton, you know, what kind of art community do they have? And little do they know that we actually have a very strong, yeah. vibrant, brilliant one. Um, for you to be here and be able to to be a part of that, mm-hmm. you know, what is that like in, in the support of the community and, and really the facilities and the talent that is here? Right. 
Uh, I mean, it, it, first and foremost, it's a huge honor to be a part of it. Um, but uh, it, in terms of the community, I think we, just like you said, it is a thriving community and all sorts of support. Like we had for Hansel and Gretel, the, the house was pretty much full for all three yeah. performances, right? So um, people really do enjoy it out here and, and really support it. And and uh, I hear that from a lot of people that, that we have a really good arts community. Did you always like opera? No. <laughs> I mean, because no. that's not something you necessarily, as a young kid, would no. would be turned on to. Um, so I always was uh, attracted to classical music. Mm. Ever since a kid, my dad played Hooked On Classics, which yeah, is like yeah, classic yeah. music with an 80s beat. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, yeah. We had it too, yeah. Super, super cool. Um, but uh, it was never until uh, university, actually. I started my degree doing a Bachelor of Music Bachelor of Education degree because I was going to teach high school. Um, but that was the first year I ever took voice lessons and my teacher was very, very heavily into opera and, and was an opera singer himself and, and played recordings for me. And, and, and at first it was just like, what is this noise? They all sound the same. Mm. I can't understand what they're saying because it's in a different language. But uh, in the end, because I also enjoyed acting and I, and, uh, I had seen a couple of operas in my first year, um, I decided, well, I love classical music. I love acting. What sort of the greatest way to marry those two. Yeah. For me, it was opera. Yeah. Do, um, do you speak different languages? Uh, well, I, I sort of speak French semi-fluently, but no, I don't okay. like, I don't speak German or Italian. We just, you learn the role, you learn what everybody else is saying. So you feel like you're a native speaker by the end of the <laughs> opera, but I couldn't, I mean, if somebody approached me in German and started speaking conversation. No, couldn't do it. No. Um, so I'm guessing you weren't at the Snoop Dogg concert last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was not at the Snoop Dogg concert. Everybody else was, but. Yeah, I was watching Twitter last night. It was, <laughs> wow. Um, do you like, um, you know, any modern music? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a nerd though when it comes to listening to other music. Like my playlists at the gym. <laughs> this is slightly embarrassing, but I listen to orchestrated video game music. <laughs> okay, that's strange. <laughs> Really? I, no, I, I really love it. Um, hey, and whatever blows your skirt up, whatever gets you through the workout. And I like, yeah, and I like the music that my my siblings listen to because I'm the young, I'm not the youngest. I'm the the mm. third youngest, and my my brother and sister older uh, older brother and sister sorry listen to U two. They listen mm-hmm. to Tom Petty. Um, they listen to Guns and Roses. So I, I mean, I have affinity for those yeah, yeah. those bands and stuff like that. But no, I, I I mean, I like classical music, but for some reason, it's. I mean, I played video games a lot okay. when I was a kid. So, and so uh, on top of you know singing, opera, uh, teaching, do you think anyone can sing? Do you think anyone I, can sing? L- yes, I really do. Um, people are like, oh, I'm I'm completely tone deaf. Well, things like that can be trained. Um, it's just because they've never taken lessons. Um, I really do believe, and I've I've had students that have come in with absolutely zero sense of pitch Mm -hmm. where I've been able to, you know, after some time, work with them to match pitch on the piano. Or if they can't match pitch on the the piano, they'll Mm -hmm. match my voice. Mm -hmm. Um, Because some people can't hear it on the piano, but when a a human voice actually uh, phonates or makes sound, they can match that pitch. You have uh, four children, so busy, you know, just keep adding to the list of, you know, (laughs) things things to to take up your time, (laughs) not take up your time, but, you know, to, you know, uh, 14, 13, 9, and 7. 
seven. Yes. They are. What do they think about dad being on when they see you on television at the start of a game? Uh, I mean, now it's just kind of it's there. You know, dad. You know, dad's on the TV. They they listen every time. Yeah. Like my the, my my wife makes a point of of either sitting down and watching or turning the radio on and listening. Um, but yeah, it's just this is just normal everyday life. Quickly, uh, Phantom yes. of the Opera. Yes or no? <laughs> okay. Uh, yes quickly, or no? I like it. Yes. It's uh, not an opera though. It's a musical. Okay. Les Mis. <laughs> also a musical, but I love it. <sighs> That's like three hours of my life. I'll never get back on that one. Um, what gym do you work at uh, now because someone wants to be a client? Okay. Uh, well, I train out of the Sherwood Park County uh, public gym, so okay. Millennium Place. Uh, and this is for you. It says, hey, Rob Lanny here. We love you at the game, and we love you at flight night. Fight night. Okay. My hockey experience, whether I'm at the game or at home, is not complete unless I see you sing the national anthem. Well, so there you. you go. I appreciate that. Well, you know what? Thank you for the catch-up. Yeah. You know, it was so great to see you, and continued best of luck with everything that you're doing. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you had big shoes to fill. And you know what? Mm. You've done it. And Thank and you. um, you're making it. You've made it your own. So well done. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Thank you. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.